0: Hey, welcome to Wendy Says Things. I'm thinking today about uh, my art studio in a box. So I live in a tiny house. <laughs> it's 432 square feet. I gave away most of my belongings I left Milwaukee for Bloomington and then ended up staying with a friend of mine for a couple of months until this little house opened up my work situation is that I've been working part-time for a company called Comfort Keepers, which specializes in elder care. Um, I really like that job. It involves a lot of heart and um, there's a physical element to it that I enjoy, uh, cleaning and running errands and you know, caring for people. So in a lot of respects, you know, things are fantastic. So my art studio in a box is that because my space is so small, I can't have a dedicated art space. So I've actually taken these carpets that I helped pull out of a church that's being renovated <laughs> and put them carpet side down on my driveway where the weeds were overgrowing anyway. So it kind of suppresses the weeds and provides a, a space You know, when it hasn't been raining recently for me to lay out my cardboard surface so that I have a protected place to paint. Um, so it's kind of funny. Um, I, when I go to start doing art, you know, I unpack some cardboard boxes and pieces of paper and whatever I need. And I go get my art supplies and take them outside. And sometimes when it's been hot, you know, I wait till the sun starts to go down and the day starts to cool off which means the bugs come out, so i like painting and getting mosquito bites, um, so I'm, at, I'm updating my dating profile to add, you know, has a nice collection of bug bites, because, you know, outside in the evening, um, so yeah, so my art studio in a box is kind of symbolic, so it's a useful thing, because, you know, at the end of the painting time you know I pull everything in back into the house find a place to store it right now I have the whole world kind of stuffed under my bed because <laughs> there's no other room for it where it won't get dinged it's a metal sculpture that I'm repainting um, on commission and under my desk here I've got some little bling that I've painted to, to add to it it's not quite finished so it's a it's symbolic of how creative solutions like you can find a way to get something accomplished without what you might the idea you might have in your head of how that should go or how that could go so you know the idea of having studio space and a big well lit room with a good window and excellent lighting you know becomes just you know laying out some cardboard on some upside-down carpet in the midst of a swarm of gnats and mosquitoes it doesn't really affect the art. It's just the ding to the idea of the way that 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 should go. So that's kind of been on my mind a little bit, With plus with gig work, juggling. I have actually a couple of different jobs and ways that I'm earning money and trying to keep... Um, my schedule really flexible uh, for the fact that I have a chronic condition so that ties into it because uh, one of the challenges that I had working a 40-hour work week um, I, I did five days you know eight-hour shifts and that usually made one of my weekend days devoted only to cooking because the way to keep my chronic condition, which is called uh, POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, which is a dysautonomia. It means my autonomic n- nervous system doesn't work properly. So, you know, I can be fine and not hungry one second, and I can be thirsty and hungry two minutes later. And just kind of suddenly my metabolism is like, yeah, we'll just use that all up. <laughs> You don't need anything in reserve, and now now you gotta refuel. Um, It also means that disruptions to my sleep cycle, um, you know, eating out fast food a couple times in a row or in a week can have consequences that are palpable. And so I can't get away with cheating on my diet more than just a little bit here and there. I have to overall basically I eat the same main meal every day and I allow myself a a homemade burger you know once or twice a week to kind of mix it up but yeah I'm on a brown rice broccoli and a little bit of meat with some cashews diet (laughs) that's my main meal 275 to 300 days out of the year um But it works for me. It keeps me healthy. It makes me feel good. If I deviate, as I said, you know, I can feel it. So as boring as that is, it's really tasty. The way that I make it is good because I do the broccoli all. I saute it up in butter, and I add a bunch of garlic and black pepper, and then I add water to steam the broccoli. And then, you know, usually I have the meat prepared ahead of time and the rice is prepared ahead of time. I throw that into the frying pan and get it all warmed up and add some cashews on top. And it's it's super tasty, and I always feel like fabulous. I feel like I, I my internally I feel like how it looks when Popeye eats the spinach. You know, he pops a can of spinach, and all his muscles pop out, and he's like, ah, he's so strong. So, you know, it's worth it. But the the trade off is that you know my meals are boring, and you know, it's challenging to kind of keep it in check I have to be devoted to my physical health I have to be devoted to how much sleep I'm getting I have to be devoted to uh, making food and so then my weekend so with a 40-hour a week job um, my 410s were better in some respects because you know I would take one day for cooking and I would have two free days for an actual weekend so that was good Um, But I like the flexibility of, I like the flexibility. Um, One of the things about my job is that I can take time off with advance notice. So that makes the fact that my kids live far away and that I want to visit them, um, it gives me the flexibility that I will need to be able to go and visit them or to have them come and visit me and have time for that. So... These are things I've been thinking about because, you know, it's challenging to try to balance multiple jobs, getting enough of the right foods to eat, and then having any kind of social life, which I don't really much have. I get together with people, you know, when I can, or, you know, when they get a hold of me. It's (laughs) I know one way. If someone doesn't say, hey, do you want to go do something, I'm... Like, well, I gotta work because I got bills. I've got still medical bills from when they thought I might be dying to pay. And I'm on a payment plan, which is fine. And I don't know. I can't go see my kids until I have enough, my bank account build back up a little bit. So, so here I'm doing gig work and I'm doing art for commission. Um, the, music aspect, you know, I've got a couple people I'm working on songs with, I have uh, album projects in the works, I have a book that is uh, printed out and ready for the good paper editing, I gotta go through, Um, it's a book of poetry, it has to do with coffee, it's a coffee table coffee poetry book, so pretty excited about that. Um, I have to go through and do edits. I want to edit the photos. I have photos with it right now, but someone has said, you know, maybe you want to do artwork for it. I don't know if the return on investment for the artwork is going to be worth it because the photos are kind of cool, which I like. So I, have some decision making to do and some edits to do. It's not close to the final editing stage. Maybe in a month or two, um, if I can put some work into it. So it all kind of is lining up, like, how, how do we live and how, how do we use our creativity to go beyond the limitations that our mind sets for us? Because on one hand, I can look at my life and be like, oh, you know, I'm limited by chronic condition, I'm limited by finances, I'm limited by art in a box, and living in this tiny space where I can look at it opportunistically and not in the the negative way that that is, but in the positive way. You know, what are the opportunities I can ask myself, what are the opportunities that I have to uh, develop artistically and to develop musically and to develop personally while I'm not weighed down with a uh, two-bedroom apartment full of stuff. While I'm not weighed down with a full-time work, while I have this flexibility, and while I have the energy to pursue these kind of goals, how can I really leverage the things that are available to me and use my creativity to expand? those opportunities. So that's kind of where I've been. I've been super busy, which is why I haven't been putting out podcasts, because I work a huge amount. Um, I have a minimum hours that I set for work, but I also take on extra shifts as often as frequently as I can, depending on if I'm fed, well slept. And, you know, if I haven't made a prior commitment, I try to take on those extra shifts. So I hope you guys all are doing good. I really appreciate uh, people tuning in and listening. Um, I suppose there'll be more of an update. You know, I'll try to be, I guess, better about putting out podcasts. <laughs> but I didn't have anything to say for a while. I was just trying to get the daily tasks done in front of me. And like I said, I, have a, I had this art commission come in, which is really kind of a cool project. And I'm about to pull it up out right now and do some painting on it and i have a couple other things on my list today to get done but i was thinking of these things and i just wanted to kind of throw out there you know if you're really feeling stuck and you're really feeling limited how how can you kind of change it up and see those as opportunities to kind of work within restriction because sometimes that pressure of those limits uh, is a spark to creative solution that if you had a wide open playing field, you wouldn't be able to, to get there. So, you know, there's sometimes a wisdom in, in staying away from the edges and really being centered and finding the creativity kind of within, within those boundaries. So that's all I have for you today. Um, Thanks for tuning in. And, you know, if you find that your art studio in a box or your limitations are causing you struggle or grief, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'm all over social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, You know, I've kind of been there, been around the block with limitations and transitions and changing, like abrupt changes for how I've been living um, and how. Life just will throw you a curveball and and throw you off balance. Um, refinding a center and a new way to balance um, can be challenging. So yeah, definitely reach out if you need some support. i um, here for you. And thanks for tuning in. Um, you can support Wendy Says Things um, financially or by liking and sharing also have a blog with uh, poetry and photography. I have art up on Redbubble. I should be updating some new work to that, you know, soon. Whatever that whatever soon means. <laughs> and this has been Wendy says, says this has been Wendy says things